Hi everyone, this is Joey just popping in at the top of the episode with a little disclaimer. Unfortunately, David's audio was having some issues during the recording of this episode. Unlike last episode where we had lost his audio, this one just kind of came in a little bit choppy. Uh, and even through the magic of technological advancements, we unfortunately couldn't smooth it out. Hopefully it's not too distracting. But we have a really wonderful interview in store for you this episode, and thank you so much for bearing with us. We have solved the issues, and we promise that the next episode will not be choppy. <laughs> Enjoy. Soul Talk is a podcast dedicated to making space for Latinx storytellers and content creators across all media to chat about their art, experiences, and culture. As a branch of the Soul Project, Soul Talk welcomes you to the green room. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Soul Talk. My name is Joey Reyes. My pronouns are they, them, theirs. And I am the associate producer at the Soul Project. And of course, I'm joined here with... Hi, this is David Zabel. I'm the assistant director of the Soul Project. I am using he and they, they pronouns now. And I'm so excited to be here for our season three of Soul Talk. Uh, today, we're going to be chatting with uh, Reza Salazar, who is an actor. Um, Reza was seen at the Soul Pro- in the Soul Project's production of Oedipus El Rey, Luis Alfaro's Oedipus El Rey at the Public Theater. Uh, Reza began acting as a child, actually in Latin America, working with his mother as clowns. And he was seen, well, he wasn't technically seen on Broadway in Sweat, but he was the understudy to to Caban in Sweat. His technical Broadway, which we will clear up in our our episode today, Um, (laughs) he was making his official Broadway debut in Clyde's on Broadway, Lynn Nottage's Clyde's on Broadway with Second Stage Theater. He was also seen off-Broadway in Richard II, the mobile units, The Tempest, Mm -hmm. My Manana Comes, and he's appeared regionally in Lynn's play, Clyde's, formerly Floyd's, and Sweat at Arena Stage. He's been seen on TV, The Accidental Wolf, Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, Daredevil, The Blacklist, Reza is an actor who has just been working. <laughs> He's got film credits. He is also a musician, incredible musician, who's performed at Joe's mm-hmm. Pub and all over. First met Reza when we were, were our, uh, in the intensive ensemble at Labyrinth Theater and have continued to build a, a budding <laughs> friendship with him and so excited to be chatting with him uh, here today. Yes, I'm laughing because you just mentioned that lab intensive and I remember you telling me a story about that, about that experience and like being an actor. <laughs> oh, yes. I, oh, yes, I was, they made me act a lot. I played an inchworm. And it was actually quite fun. A really transformative experience for anyone who does get the opportunity to do the Labyrinth and Dance on Seven, like truly changed my life. And getting Reza was such a highlight. Amazing. Oh, so exciting. Yes. Um, yes. A Broadway show. Gosh, it's so wild to be talking about Broadway shows even happening. I recently purchased tickets to see Passover. Um, so that's going to be my first Broadway show in a while yes. I, I actually don't remember the last broadway show i watched uh before everything shut down in 2020 my the last show i did see was in new york city in february of 2020 off broadway um what was your last show oh my gosh i'm totally blanket it was a one-person show it was at wp theater Be- oh, oh we will, we uh, will not- Danetta's play yes 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 we will not oh. stand or, or- where we stand no that sounds more correct <laughs> listen oh my god listen y'all we 
we are it's a fact-checking kind of day yeah. <laughs> where we stand yes. where we stand wp theater yes thank you thank you yes that was you know together together we will find our way <laughs> through facts <laughs> we're recording and it's still summer and it's really hot it's the, we're in the middle of a heat wave it's like it is also friday the day the 13th so <laughs> let's give ourselves some permission to be a little loopy <laughs> yeah absolutely for sure um yeah and it's it's just like it's so wild to be talking about shows again and like Absolutely, like getting excited yeah. about like oh what are you gonna see are you gonna go see this let's go you know like making plans and you know still very cautiously I know you know, like all the the mask mandates and like requiring requiring proof of, proof of vaccination and all that like it's I'm glad that these steps are being taken so that we can ensure the safety of ourselves and be able to still go out and enjoy the things that we want to go enjoy. Um, but it's all, you know, all with with a little bit of a uh, little caution attached to it. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's this sort of uncertainty. And I think, a you know, a deeper appreciation for the opportunity to get to create, you know, it's a historic mm -hmm. season. Broadway, we've got seven plays, uh, seven Black playwrights, seven new plays by Black playwrights mm -hmm. um, who will be debuting on Broadway this fall. So I think it's, you know, there's a, a lot of uncertainty and a lot of excitement and extra more and more for those who are able to, to go out and support in the ways that you can to really show up um, so that we can really show people that like, this is what we want to see. You know, this is, this is what we're here for, you know, not... The revival of the music man <laughs> sorry <laughs> not sorry sorry not sorry um but you know there's room for all right abundance abundance but you know absolutely i mean that show is problematic just in general <laughs> like it's like rich white man comes into town and screws everyone over and leaves happy like what is the story it sounds like i don't know sounds like it sounds it sounds about white um <laughs> Yes. <laughs> well, we are hopefully experiencing this movement and we talked a little bit about it today with Reza. So I'm very excited for y'all to hear. And with that, we will be right back with Reza Salazar. Reza, hello. Welcome to Soul Talk. Hello, hello. Hola, hola. Hi, hi. We're so excited that you're here. It's been so long. Your hair is so long. It looks luscious and beautiful. Thank you. Uh, how are you these days? You know, um, congratulations on, and we'll talk more about your Broadway debut and you're doing your show, Summer of Joy, Shakespeare Call and Response. So you are, you are here, you are busy, you are back in the swing of things, but you know, outside of all of that, how are you? How have you been? How has, how has, you know, life treated you in this pause? It's been a lot. It's been, uh, it's been hard. It's been sad. It's been beautiful. It's been difficult. It's been challenging. I went through COVID for a couple of weeks myself at the beginning of the year, and you never think this is going to happen to you, and it does. And at first, I thought it was a cold, and then it was a really bad flu, and then obviously got tested, and was like, no, COVID positive, and in the house for ten days, uh, going through it, and, and, and it, it got pretty pretty hard. As we were coming out of it, I don't know if you guys know, but I was working with the working theater. I was doing a I was doing a I was doing a little uh, Zoom play 
which was about COVID. We were interviewing with the city. They have been gathering uh, interviews from folks who have lost loved ones here in New York City with the goal of writing an obituary for them for free. So I, what I did with them and as I grabbed the obituaries and I turned them into monologues and we had a play, we crafted a play out of those obituaries and those interviews. So as I was going to co uh, through COVID myself, uh, I had to be working on that play. <laughs> so I was coming out of it, getting better, directing this piece. And, and then hearing the news that my family in South America uh, got COVID and it was really bad down there. So, uh, you know, some of my family members passed away soon after that. And it was just a lot, you know, I was like me going through it, directing a piece and listening to so many interviews of people in New York City who lost loved ones and then my family. So that was, that was going on at the beginning of the year for me. Wow. Just the roller coaster of, of emotions. It was cathartic. It was, it was painful. And at the same time, you know, dying is part of living. So there was a, a, a beautiful connection to, to life, a reconnecting to life, just got me closer to life. And that's the part that, that, that I think uh, was beautiful and, 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 and transforming for me. I mean, I think that's just so beautiful also, like being being inside of it yourself, going through it yourself, going through uh, a theater project that is almost therapeutic in a way, like being able to like listen to these stories, to be able to honor these people as like real people. And, and yeah, just that idea of like using theater and storytelling as a way to process, I think, as you said, this relationship between life and death and how appreciative we can be in the moment, those of us who, who have our lives. And it's like, how are we sort of now, you know, using the gifts that we have and giving back to our community. And I just think when I think of you, Rez, I, I that's what I think of. I think of like an artist who's always been a part, part of the community, who's always been giving back in, in your music and your performance and your, your joy. And, and, you know, here you are also working on this summer of joy call and response. You were just talking about it's hot. It is hot. <laughs> and here you are like, you are out there, you are giving it your all, you are dancing, you are performing, you are clowning, you are just, you're bringing joy to the people. And I just think this beautiful, you know, as we've been having these conversations around like, what is theater and what is Zoom theater? And, you know, why is theater important and, and community? I'm like, how has that been, you know, now to go through what you went through and to have been making theater with the people on Zoom and to now be back there, you know, sweating <laughs> for your art and to be bringing people joy, you know, I'm just, it's, a, it's such a beautiful gift. So thank you, first of all, for giving that to us. And, and how has that been? Oh man, it's been, it's been really beautiful. It, it's been a little bit scary, right? To come out after, after so long, you know, out in the streets again. And, uh, but you know, people are really, just really grateful for us to, to be out there. First of all, we are this show that uh, Patricia McGregor, Karen and Daniels of the Public Theater created, created this piece with, with people in mind and people in people's hearts in, in mind, right? What, what can we bring as we are, I mean, we thought we were gonna be after the pandemic and we still are in a pandemic. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, so, you know, during the rehearsal process, 
it was challenging because the rules and guidelines and regulations were changing pretty much every other day. Every day, right? yeah. So we were rehearsing and we were like, oh, we can do this now. And it was like, oh, no, we can't do that anymore. Oh, we can do this, but not this. Oh, we cannot do that. We can do this. We're like, wow. It was just, you know, constantly changing and transforming and evolving. Mm -hmm. And we thought, okay, so our tour is going to be like this. First of all, is going to just this is good practice. <laughs> we are going to be going to different communities. The configurations are going to change every day. We're out there. Uh, some people might sit, some people might not, some people might look from around there, some people might uh, uh, might just walk past us, you know, all of those type of things. Um, but you know, the ones that do stay, we have some just one of those magical moments that, that like the mobile unit, you know, I did the mobile unit before when we go to correction facilities and you go to parts and recs and stuff like that. And, and the configuration always changes, but they are just moments where you are uh, performing in front of someone who have never seen theater before. Yeah. Right. Or, or, or the first time seeing Shakespeare or coming up to you and saying, I never understood Shakespeare and now I, I feel like I understood everything, it, right. you know, you guys performed. And I think also having actors that look like the community we're, we're visiting is, is, is very important and key, you know what I mean? So mm -hmm. there is a, 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 just a beautiful connection there uh, that just happens with us, right? Showing up this community. Absolutely. Communities that look like ours, people that look like us, you know? I, I had the same feeling when I went to correction facilities and I was like, like this, this man looked like the man in my neighborhood, you know, uh, like my family members. And it was the, the such a strange feeling, you know, um, for me when, when I went into correction mm -hmm. facilities. So this is, you know, this is beautiful. This is outside. It's been hot. Like you said, <laughs> yesterday was like one Oh five. So we were sweating, we were sweating, <laughs> we were grabbing cold towels, putting it on our neck, but we kept going, we kept going, we kept going. Uh, uh, we really, literally, we are, in my mind is, how can we bring some joy? You know, it's, it's called Summer of Joy. How do we bring some joy, some connection? It's been a year and a half since we haven't seen each other, since we haven't, you know, danced from a distance, but kind of move together to the same beat. And that's what we do at the end of the show. You know, uh, we interact with the audience a lot so that they, they have a chance to, to be part of the, the piece, uh, to be, to be part of the, even though they can't get closer to us at, at one point, we thought all oh, the, some of the audience members would get to come up to, to the stage with us, but now they can't, but they are close enough to feel like they're part of it. And that's just beautiful, man. It's beautiful. I, I, I'm going to be, I, I'm sure, thinking about it afterwards. And, and it's just a special, special piece to be able to do after this year and a half. It's really wild. I notice it even just walking down the streets. You know, people are so unusing around people. You know, for, for six and 18 months, we've been told, don't go to anyone you know and so all of a sudden you're like walking around and there's this weird yeah like uh sense of like i want to connect but i don't really, really remember how and what a beautiful gift to be able to use theater like you're saying to be able to like get out i love what you said like just like yeah dancing to the same beat you know and we don't have to be 
grinding up on each other you know what although you know many of us want to um but you know we don't have to like you can still have that kind of connection and you can exchange joy from a safe distance people you know um yeah (laughs) so I think that's so beautiful you know all hot and sweaty out there (laughs) (laughs) and to also be one of the like first shows that's really like come out since everything you know like it's sort of emerging out of the digital realm has it been sort of like a what's that expression like like riding a bike you know how, how they say like you never forget how to ride a bike so has it has it been like easy to jump back into and like performing in person again um or has it have you faced some like sort of like maybe some challenges or or just kind of like oh you know trying to find a girl also with like all the protocols I don't I don't know you know exactly like what your rehearsal rooms were like or if there was like you know any anything that needed to be put in place that like made it a little bit more different than than how we're used to rehearse in the past well it's always scary for me to do this thing <laughs> before the pandemic during the pandemic I always come to a project and I go oh my god can I do I remember how to do this <laughs> because I don't remember can I do this again every time I finish a project and we have a good time and it's great and then I think oh my god can I do this again how did I do that I don't know so that's always been me with this particular one there was I, I there was the same thing for me I was scared to come back but I was also mm. really excited you know, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I cannot tell you how much I miss just even though we couldn't hug each other when we first <laughs> all came together. We were like, are we doing hugs? Are we not? Who's vaccinated? Who's like, we don't know any of those things. We had to go like to two days of training really on how to handle ourselves in the rehearsal room. We all had, you know, we're all masked. So that was very different especially with theater people, right? Oh, so like, come over here, give me a hug, kisses everywhere. We couldn't do that. We were all, you know, within distance with a mask on and the rehearsals were with, were masked as well. And it was up to the, to the actors to take them off during the scene only. So the, the minute you were done with the scene, you had to put the mask back on. And so sometimes you forget and somebody, you know, there's a, COVID compliance person that will remind you like, oh, put the mask back on. Or sometimes you just forget to take the mask off, which was the strangest thing. We were acting for hours with the mask on our faces. And, uh, you know, I mean, there was a lot of eye (laughs) connection, a lot of eye acting, which Mm -hmm. which was interesting. But then I remember the first time we did a, a, the play, a run through of the play with some of the people from the public and we took our masks off, like most of us took our masks off and we were like, wow, (laughs) all that information that was going on here is finally there. And it was just, it was moving. I mean, there were so many, many moments that I, I really, I would tear up or I wanted to cry because man, a year, it's been a long time, you know? Um, and I could only, you know, during the, the rehearsal process, we were like, oh, what's, what, what's, what's the tour going to be like? If we're already so moved here with like six people in the rehearsal room, could you imagine when we go out there, you know, and we're in front of people? 
So yeah, it's it for me was a little bit difficult because going through COVID as well, just to answer Joey's question. Um, I was a little scared, to be honest. I didn't know. I hear so many stories from people that, that have lingering symptoms for so long. So I was worried. I'm like, is that going to happen to me? Uh, and, and it did right after. I was like, I had lingering symptoms for about a month and a half. And then I went running and I went walking. First walking, little by little, and then running. And now I'm finally at a place where, where I feel myself. So I, I was a little worried at the beginning. Yeah, that's such a, that's such a, it's such a fun, funny um, moment. And we're talking about the momentum of masking, do you know, you know, it feels so intimate, do you know, you're, you're like there and like this like weird moment of like, am I gonna like show you my face, you know, but that I think what you said also that like the gift of all of the work that had been put in through the rehearsal process to finally be able to have that very intimate moment, which has always been an intimate moment on stage, the, 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 sort of pinch out of two actors just really connecting and working together but I think even now even more to have that appreciation and you know, what, what an incredible incredible cast you know the for the four of you, four of you it's an incredible group of, group of uh, uh, artists you know I know Teresa I don't don't know or Sophia but, but I know Teresa and just what a what a gem she is and and I can only imagine you know what that the way that you're able to to be there for each other to support each other and then also to be able to give that gift to people is so, so special, you know, and it's, it's amazing. You know, I, I just, I, you know, thinking of your journey um, this year, you know, going from being on a Zoom play, doing something sort of uh, in the community, biographical, you know, honoring real people to uh, now, now on the streets, again, with community, a call and response, you know, bringing the community, own people joy, and going to, and we can talk about this, what I call your Broadway debut, which is not technically your Broadway debut, but also is technically your Broadway debut <laughs> in Clyde's former Floyd's but Clyde's uh Lynn Nottage's play which I think still you know to be at second stage at the Helen Hayes on the like you know one of the biggest stages that feels sort of capitalistic and yet knowing Lynn's work and knowing your work and knowing what I know of this play which is I, I believe part of the the world of the sweat and in, in the sort of sort of what Lynn has been building building still so deeply rooted community tell us about that like well let's clear up the air first and foremost is this or isn't this your Broadway debut and what does that feel like you know to be coming out of the dormancy of a field the uncertainty and to be like here you are I've been you know doing it on Zoom, doing it on the streets, and now going to to Broadway to the sort of Great White Way, but like bringing this all you know brown cast to the Great White Way. What is what is that? I love how you just put it because I didn't think about it that way. From Zoom to the streets into Broadway, I, I really I really love that. Th thank you for that. Uh, it seems like a, a natural process, and I'm so happy that is that is going this way. That I'm going into it this way. Well, for me, in my heart, this is my bribery to be. Uh, we were just talking about it earlier. I was understarting a, a wonderful actor in Carlo Alban, well, what Sweat was going on on Broadway at the Studio 54. Uh, so this is my bribery debut. I, I didn't get to go on then. So, you know, but it was, it was wonderful. It was wonderful to be there. It was wonderful to see it every day. I know that play by heart. Uh, it's a, it's one of my favorite plays. It's so beautiful, and I was just so honored and so lucky to be there, 
and, 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 you know, get paid to not act, which was, it's a little strange when you're an understudy, you get paid to not. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, you know, it's a little bit weird, but I, I've made some really good friends to this day and, and I got to see that beautiful play. So this is in the world of sweat. It takes place in the same, um, same city, same, same area, but it's a very different play. Very, very, very different play. Uh, most of the characters I knew, uh, I think there's one character that maybe people might recognize, but, but this is a whole new, new a whole new world and a whole new story, a, a very new story. Uh, I did it, uh, at the Guthrie in 2019, I believe. Everything is a blur. Is that right? 2019? Yeah. It was before the pandemic, <laughs> before the pandemic, um, and it was called Floyd's then. Uh, and now it's called Clyde's and well, you know, the cast is an amazing cast. I'm so excited to, to get in there. I mean, just theater elite. I mean, Uzo Aduba, Ron Cephas Jones, Carrie Young and you, I mean, that is just, but that's, that's the cast that we want to see. You know, that is like, those are like, like born and bred of the theater. Like these are theater babies who are just like up there, like, and to see all of your careers just exploding and to be able to, I, I mean, that, like truly uh, one of the shows I'm most excited about to see the four of you just like acting on stage. That's going to be incredible. So when do you start rehearsal? I start rehearsals October 3rd and I believe first preview is November 3rd. Awesome. Amazing. And then, and then we go on from there. Eight shows a week. Yeah. We're back on eight shows a week again. Ooh, <laughs> ooh. Ooh. Wow. Yes. I, I'm so excited. I mean, I, I, I really, I love Lynn, Lynn's work. It, it's just on point is, you know, you're so lucky sometimes to get, um, let's say to be in a good play, yeah. like a well-written play. In a meaty role, right? And then sometimes there, there's this work that is relevant to what's going on. But very rarely you have something that is relevant and really well crafted in one piece. You know what I'm saying? Something that feels, oh, this is talking to us right now. I know these people right now. I, you know, I'm one of those people right now. I can see this and it's well written and the roles are meaty and challenging and just a delight to play. That's what I feel with most of Lynn's work. And, and, and Clyde's is like that. And I just been so lucky to be able to, to work on this piece for now, you know, a couple of years and take it, take it to Broadway. It's amazing. And to be part of a season also, such a historic season, you know, uh, seven Black playwrights making their, well, not making their Broadway debut necessarily, but seven Black playwrights premiering new work on Broadway and to be to be one of those shows, to be there, to really see, I think, this, I'm a skeptic, so I'm not going to say a real change, but I'm going to say a shift in, in what I hope to be a real change in the American theater and especially in Broadway, that this is not just a, a one and done situation, but that this really, um, I believe, will the way for greater, greater for more stories by, by people of color to be premiering on on the largest stages for our work mm -hmm. to be to be seen. And I think exactly like you said, when you were talking about representation, what it means to be in these spaces and to see yourself reflected both in the audience and on stage and what that does um, uh, for culture and for the kinds of stories that we get to tell. And I'm curious, you know, 
as as we've all been immersed in so many conversations about the changing field and what we want, our demands for the field, you know, what are you look forward to for the future of this field? You know, you're in, you know, guns amazing, you know, like just like taking taking over, which I think is incredible. But what are you really like, what are, what are you hoping is really changing? And what are you hoping to see more of looking forward? Well, you know, I heard Ruben Santiago Hudson, who's going to be both directing and acting on Broadway this season. Yeah. And yeah, a couple, couple shows. Yeah. Well, he's, right? He's, no, no. Because he's not directing Skeleton oh, Crew he's anymore. Not. He did the off-Broadway. No, I think it's uh, Felicia Rashad now, oh, right? I, don't, I, I didn't know. Don't quote me. But he is directing and, and starring in Lackawanna Blues. David, you got some intel. I think so. Maybe did I make that? No, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a fact check myself. But let's keep going. I'm a fact, right? Let's keep going. I'm a fact check this now, but keep going. What you were saying about uh, Ruben, yes. R- Ruben Santiago Hudson said in an interview that um, he hopes that this is not an event, but a movement, right? This, this, this season on Broadway. Yes. And I completely agree, right? I don't want this to be in my, I hope that this is not just an event, we're coming back and we got these black and brown folks on stage right after the pandemic. And then things go back to quote unquote normal. And it's time to go back to the old ways uh, or the ways that only benefit a few. So I, I really hope that this is, um, well, you know, and also I think this year has taught us so much, right? I mean, it's really the, the earth beneath our feet is, it, sh- it shook, right? And I think we all have gone through a lot of thinking and reflection in our, I hope so, right? Our lives, what is the meaning of our lives? What is the meaning of money, <laughs> right? Why do, where do we put our energy into? And, and, and how do we want to spend our time? How do we want to spend Absolutely. our wealth, right? Uh, I think some, some people have gotten more scared, so I think they're holding on to it. But I I believe in my heart that the majority of people after this year, our heart has opened up, right? And and we've gotten braver, right? And and I hope that this is this is a moment to really use that energy and and make those changes and that transformation. And 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 I love that we also have a platform now. Not that we didn't have it before, but uh, but it just has become clear somehow. Uh, yeah. for us to talk about these things. And, and there yeah. are great organizations out there who are pushing that and I'm so grateful for them. I'm so grateful for that voice, for that platform that they're offering us. Um, and I don't know, it just feels easier and so, not easy, that's not the word, but it feels like I'm more empowered uh, yeah. to be able to say certain things that I didn't a year and a half ago or, or before the pandemic. You know, I will talk to my, to my BIPOC, folks, right, about what's going on here, what's going on there, but it was sort of like private conversations, right? Uh, And now we're coming out and and we are being reinforced and we are being empowered to be able to call these things out and to be able to talk more openly and freely. So I hope that continues. Um, And and also the, you know, a friend, uh, I think I said this in the interview, not interview, but that little thing that you guys did uh, on, Instagram, a, a, a friend at the beginning of the pandemic, he said, you know, now that we all know what he feels to have something taken away from, from us, the question is, what are we going to give? 
And yeah. I think, and Oof. I think, you know, uh, our communities are constantly thinking about that. Uh, I don't know if, it, if it's because of our experiences, uh, you know, from our immigrant families, or the, the way we grew up, and the hardships and the and the, and the challenges. But I think that organically we think about that. How are we going to yeah. get, like, some of the first things that we started talking today was, like, what are we going to give to the community? We're giving joy. We're giving this. So we're constantly thinking about giving and giving, right? And, and that's something that not only our people are going to benefit from, but the city, our community, the world needs to feel Absolutely. that, you know? So I Absolutely. hope, I hope we, we, continue that, we continue doing that and continue those yeah. conversations. Well, I think that shift, like you were saying, saying that went from being these private conversations to now being able to have these conversations in public, to have these conversations openly and and across cultures and across communities and across identities, you know, to be able to um, have that time to be like, oh, there's a reason that we've been kept apart from talking. And now what happens when we do get together, when we you talk about our experiences and and as you I love what you this question that you're posing what are we going to give you know and it's like how I think so many of the conversations and I agree with you I'm so grateful for so many of the movements and the organizations that emerge from this time of people being like I'm giving a gift to this field I am bringing knowledge and 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 I am bringing change and I am I want to give back to this community that has given so much to me, you know, and, and I want to be able to give more to everyone to and, and have it be, you know, theater for all as it was. Yeah. Um, that's really beautiful. And I, I just, I, I, that, that question, what are we going to give? I'm going to sit with that for a while. I also, just to clear it up, I have fact-checked myself and I will, I was wrong. I can admit when I'm wrong, Ruben Santiago Hudson is directing Skeleton Crew, but Felicia Rashad will be starring in it, which is so exciting because if you did not get a chance to see that play, what was off-Broadway run, it is a stunning play Dominique Moriso has written and Ruben did an incredible job directing it and it's going to be amazing with Felicia Rashad. So I was not too far off, but I was wrong. I was wrong. I have said it on Soul Talk. I was wrong. Um, I just got all excited. Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> we we are not a fact-checking podcast. Do not hold us accountable. Be clear them. <laughs> this was on the whim. That's awesome. Thank you. Ooh, I see you. I see you. I'm glad we cleared that up. <laughs> I'm like, ooh, it's hot. It's hot. Like, look, admitting my wrongdoings and I'm sweating, oh, you, know. you know. The soul is out today doing right? this whole podcast. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, it, it, I, I'm still I'm still just thinking about this question. What are we going to give? It's, it's really just, I, I think that's such a beautiful way of phrasing it. And, and it is. It's like, I, I think, you know, as, as people have talked about like burn it all down burn the system down it's actually a gift it's like no let's 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 tear down these systems that weren't working for us and not just like burn it down and walk away no it's like what are we putting in its place what are we giving birth to what are the seeds that we're planting and i i think to that point of you know your quote of Ruben of this is a movement it's like this moment right now these seven historic plays that are happening simultaneously is a seed that's being planted and I hope hope we all water it get our tickets you know let go out there and support with our resources and our peoples go see the work support uplift all of you that are going to be out there really giving of yourselves in a, in a 
as you said, very scary, vulnerable time to be to be making this work, to be to be putting this work out so that we can sit and enjoy. It's like, yeah, it's it's a gift. So thank you. Come come see this show shows and then uh, have conversations afterwards. That's one of my favorite <laughs> things to do when we go see That's a play, a... right? And then you go and mm-hmm. you're with friends and you're you talking your about proof it. Of yeah. vaccination. So I, I, I can assure you, I'm sure all the seven plays are going to be an inspiration to a conversation. Yeah. So absolutely, do that, New Yorkers. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> With your mask on, on a, in a safe place. Absolutely. Maybe outdoors. You, you've got to take care of yourselves, please, mm-hmm. everybody, and, and you know, and enjoy it. So thank you, thank you so much. This is this is great. I I I, I can't wait to listen to all the episodes. <laughs> yes, our season three is going to be. You know, at this point. Season three of Soul Talk, yeah. So, um, you (laughs) know, at the point that folks are going to be listening to this, it will be in full swing. So we hope that you keep tuning in and hearing more, you know, because we got a lot of fun guests coming in uh, this season. Yeah. Yeah. And make sure you get uh, my swag in there. I'll take a picture later today. Yes. I haven't done sweating bullets, but you know, I'll take a picture and send them, send them to you. Absolutely, yes. Reza's here in his Soul Project t-shirt, which um, get your swag, you know, support, support. Hopefully by the time that this this is airing, um, we'll have we'll have like set up that system of how people can acquire their swag. Their soul so swag. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. <laughs> yeah. Reza, thank you so much for taking the time to chat with us. We know you're very busy, obviously. Um, and that you're going to be performing later on today. So we appreciate you spending your morning with us. Um, before you go, can you let people know where they can like follow you, where they can catch you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All, the, all those little social media things. I'm on Twitter. I, I think I'm on Twitter. I think it's the rest of Salazar on Twitter. I don't use it very much, to be honest. I'm trying to do my best. Uh, Instagram, Reza period Salazar. S-A-L-A-Z-A-R. And then on Facebook, Reza Salazar. And yeah, I love to connect with people. So please check me out. And uh, Shakespeare Call and Response, which is still on until the end of the month. So you have a chance to just go to the public website and you can see all of our locations. We're gonna be all over Queens, Staten Island, Brooklyn, uh, Manhattan. And uh, so I think we go on until August 29th. Thank you so, so much for being here and we will see you out there. Besitos. Hey y'all, welcome back. We just finished wrapping up our interview with Reza Salazar um, with a lot lot of buzz going on in his life coming. Well, are we really coming out of the pandemic? I don't know. (laughs) No one knows. It's a mystery. (laughs) I mean, what an exciting story. And I, I truly cannot think of anyone who is more deserving of the incredible success that he's having as an artist, you know, what a generous community-based artist. And just, mm-hmm. I, you know, I, I, I keep thinking about that to go from, you know, having COVID, working on this piece that is honoring people who whose lives were lost to COVID, to then being out on the street, bringing people just pure joy, which I think right now, especially it's like what we need is hot, <laughs> all uncertain of, of what's going on. Every single like 
Delta, Lambda, Alpha, Omega, like, you know, variant is coming <laughs> yeah. out. It's like a sorority fraternity of variants. And it's just like, it's so important, I think, especially for brown people to be able to give brown people that, that kind of joy is beautiful. And then to be going to Broadway on, on an incredible piece. I mean, Lynn Nottage, you know, like what an incredible artist to be able to be. Um, and, you know, I you know he's worked with Lynn for a while. So it's just, it's such a beautiful journey and such a beautiful human being with such generosity you know I keep reflecting on his question question are we going to give and the gifts that he's bringing out into the world through his art is so beautiful so it's really powerful yeah I think it's it's the common thread um you know when we were recording last year the common thread was just like it, it just felt like, okay, what are we doing to address anti-racism? And I feel like now, a year later, we're recording in a, in a very different state of mind. Absolutely. Of like this common thread now is like, okay, how are we prioritizing care for our people and not just trying to like, you know, get stuff done or like turn a profit, make a quick buck, that sort of thing. Where we, we, are, we have come to realize over the last, you know, year and a half that the only way that we're going to make it through is if we're looking out for each other absolutely and providing the care that we need and so when someone is doing you know i mean obviously in the context of what we're talking about here when we're working on the show or something and someone says i need this to feel successful or to feel like good about being able to do my job and doing it well to actually like listen and provide that to them um because it's not much it's not it's not like asking much to to ask to be cared for Right. And so I think that's the, the that's that's the big shift that we're hopefully is being instilled, you know, like it's like like you mentioned, it, it's wonderful that we've we have these seven new plays that are debuting on Broadway written by black playwrights. And I remember that headline coming out and sort of like sort of this like reserved happiness in a way where it was like that's so exciting and that's incredible. And also what are we doing beyond that? What are we doing beyond the, the optics of like, you know, being able to say something like that, the visuals of like, yes, you've got these plays going up. And in addition to that, how are these companies being cared for? These, these, these designers, these crew members, these actors that are going to be participating in this, how are they being advocated for so that they're, they're not being overworked and underpaid like, like people have been historically? Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think exactly. Yeah. Like how are we returning to the field centering, like you said, care, care for each other, care for our audiences, you know, care for the, the, the ways in which the work is made, you know, um, and, and, and centering joy too, you know, where it's not just trauma that's like play, play stages, but our joy, joy as well. And that that in itself is an act here for our community and ourselves. So totally. Awesome. Okay. I think we can, we can wrap this up now. It is, it is the, the heat. It is the heat. It is doing something. <laughs> the heat is taking it out of us. I know we, we cannot have our ACs on because that will ruin the podcast. So we are sweating, sweating through our, our, our sleeveless black shirts right now. <laughs> And I looking like like sweaty twins right right now. 
Uh, thank you all so much for listening. And we make sure you continue to tune in. Season three of Soul Talk is here. It's happening. We have a great lineup of guests upcoming this season. And yeah, just make sure that you stay tuned and subscribe and all that jazz. And we will see you next time or hear you next time. <laughs>